Hi, everyone, and welcome to What Would My Shrink Say, a podcast where you get inside the heads of a couple psychologists and see life through their eyes. You'll never be the same. Today, we're going to talk about self-acceptance. This is interesting. Is it? Why is it? Is that like interesting as in, I'm genuinely curious about this, or interesting as in, I think you're foolish? (laughs) No, I think it's... This is uh, I, I hear this a lot. You know, I need to learn to like myself, to accept myself. To you know, I, you hear this comment a lot. Self acceptance. Yeah, but it it and it almost just gets gets tossed out as a comment. You know, accepting myself or self acceptance, and and it, I don't know to take that conversation and really make it substantive with somebody is is I think an enjoyable experience. Well, okay, so let's start there. What types of situations do you hear this thrown out? Like when someone says to you, I, you know, I just need to be more self-accepting, I think. Like what's a typical scenario that leads to that in your experience? Um, maybe maybe this person is struggling with a, a behavior they don't like or a, or a situation they don't like and they're just trying to figure out how can I just accept th- this problem or how can I just accept my shortcomings or whatever that is. It's often kind of, I want to accept a shortcoming. Hmm. Self-acceptance. Yeah, so let's take an example we've used a few times because I I think it's pretty universally relatable. Um, People who want to like exercise in the morning Right. This is a real, I, I hear this all the time from people is they, they really aspire to this. They want to be that person who gets out of bed and goes for a run before work. Um, and, and so the, you get this hypothetical person and th- they have this aspiration to work out in the morning before work. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, maybe they do it sometimes, but maybe sometimes they don't do it. And they, they show up in my office and they're, they've kind of been beating themselves up because they didn't do it. They're getting pretty judgmental with themselves. They're, maybe they're kind of despairing a little bit of whether they'll ever be able to be this person. And that what they tell me is, like, I wish I was just more accepting. Now, so what does that mean exactly? Does that mean you should just accept that you're not the kind of person who's ever going to work out consistently in the morning? Mm-hmm. Is that what self-acceptance is? Or is self-acceptance more along the lines of, you know what? I'm not a morning person by nature. And if I get, you know, three out of four mornings per week, I get to the gym. Like, that's pretty good. It's not 100%, but like I can live with that. Yeah, I think um, the way it gets phrased to me more, it it seems it's more along the line of I just need to accept that I can't do this. That I can't? Yeah. You know, I've been trying to get to the gym. I can't. I just need to to learn to accept that, you know, I'm not going to be able to be that kind of person. And just move on to a different kind of goal. That's kind of how I hear self-acceptance a lot. Is is this different? No, I mean, I think this is a key distinction. I, I often ask about this specifically because I think people use it in these two different ways. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really key to be explicit about what exactly do we, do we mean when we talk about self there, There's a To me, there's a kind of... Sometimes it comes across as sort of defeatist. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just... Yeah. This is just... The, yeah. I'm just yeah, yeah, yeah. not going to be able to do this. I just need to make peace with that. That's how I... That's how this question gets posed to me a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to just accept that I'm... Mm-hmm in this way, not doing well, or yeah. I can't do well. Kind of, I kind of hear that. Or maybe it's along the lines of like in AA or 12-step programs, like admitting that you're an alcoholic and sort of giving up control to your higher power. Yeah, or, or, or just being very um, or kind of accepting of faults that you might have in a way that's just like, hey, I just need to kind of accept that I struggle with this. And, but that would be more neutral, I think, or, or even constructive than what I hear mostly, which is, I just need to accept that I'm never going to X, Y, or Z. 
mm. if that makes any sense. Yeah. So where do you usually go with that when someone says like, I just need to accept that I'm, I'm not a morning workout person? Like, do you think that's a good thing? Is it a n- not a good thing? Yeah, is that it, would be my depend? question. What is, what, yeah, what, what meaning you're attaching to this? How do you, you feel know? about that? Yeah, it, it would be a, a uh, yeah, there'd be a lot of follow-up questions about what that means to them. Because you could sort of imagine two different, at least two different scenarios. Person A is like, well, I guess I just can't do this. Dad was right. I'm a huge screw-up and I can never do anything I set my mind to. Mm-hmm. Sort of this like your defeatist, despairing or the like, look, I tried to do this. I'm really more of a night person. I am going to give up on trying to work out in the mornings, but I'm going to I'm going to really redouble my efforts and see if there's a way in which I can start working out on my lunch break or in the evenings. Mm-hmm. I'm going to accept that it's probably not going to work in the mornings. Mm-hmm. But and then maybe there's a third person who says like, I'm going to s- accept that I'm I'm going to be an inconsistent morning workouter. Mm-hmm. And that's okay with me. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be perfect at it. Yeah. All those are possibilities, I guess. <laughs> yeah. What do you do with the Eeyore one, though? Well, the, yeah. Well, why'd you ask that question? What do you do with them? Because it seems... Dysfunctional. It does seem dysfunctional. <laughs> there you go. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's the one response uh, that isn't really workable. It kind of just seems like a dead end, like you described earlier. And dead ends to me as a psychologist just kind of icky. Mm. I'd rather avoid those if we can altogether. Yeah. It, when I think about self-acceptance, I, I, I think self-acceptance is about, it's about reality. It's about your reality. Mm-hmm. It's about facing up in a clear-eyed kind of way to the reality of who you are and your situation. Mm-hmm. And so w- when you say like, look, I've given this a really good shot and it turns out like I just can't get over like 75% when it comes to working out in the mornings and I'm okay with that. Like I, I just, I get that and I'm going to, I'm going to take those 75% and I'll, I'll be good with that and I'll try and fit the other ones in somewhere else. That seems like there's a good degree of realism there to me. Mm. But when you say like, I, I guess I'm just not good enough to do this. That seems unrealistic. Mm-hmm. The like Eeyore version. It doesn't, mm-hmm. it actually doesn't seem like, it aligns very well with reality, mm-hmm. with the nature of things, mm-hmm. right? Or produce very good benefits for you or outcomes for you. Yeah, neither yeah. realistic nor helpful. I, I kind of practice a selfish psychology where I, I'm just- Selfish a, psychology? Yeah, I'm just a fan of thought processes and behaviors that bring about better ends for you. You're the Ayn Rand of psychotherapy. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I don't, don't want to go too far with that comparison at all, but- <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I kind of just, you know, thought patterns and behavior patterns that just don't bring about better outcomes. I'm just kind of like, eh, why, why do that? Mm-hmm. Not, there's no judgment. They're not good or bad. It's just, they're not as functional as they could be. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think self-acceptance is, is int- one, of the, one of the reason I say self-acceptance is interesting is because wouldn't at, at the core, you just want to accept yourself? Wouldn't, wouldn't that be like an ideal starting position for most people just to go ahead and say, yeah, I've got some problems and I'm, you know, I have these advantages and disadvantages and I have these challenges. I mean, it just seems really, um, beneficial to go ahead and get really good and comfortable about who you are, the struggles you have Mm -hmm. and, and to start from saying, okay, here I am. I got to accept that here's where I'm at right Uh, now. 
Well, I see. I think that that word you just used, which is I got to start from here. I think that's key. I think I think a lot of people take self acceptance as an end point. Yeah, yeah, that, and that's the oddest thing to me. That's <laughs> that's strange to me. You know, like this is just the way it is, and the end. Yeah, that's it. Right? It's like we've painted ourselves into a corner, and there's nowhere to yes. go. Yeah, it, I, you see this a lot with people who juxtapose self acceptance with self improvement. Right. Obviously, we all want to be better. Right. Everybody wants to be better. Sure. Right. On some level, um, but there. On a superficial level, that seems to be in conflict with the idea of self-acceptance. Like, well, I should just, you know, I should just love myself for who I am, which is a C-minus student. Yeah, there you, you go. Know, and I should just be fine with that, and yeah, everyone else should be too, right? Like, no, I don't. Th- I think all of us would say, well, if you have the capability of being a B-plus student, like you, you should, you should not just accept that you can get C-minuses, but you should strive to do something else. Well, right. But on the other hand, if you're totally happy in your life. And you're you're not hurting yourself or anybody else. Okay, you know I'm not there to say that you should strive sure. for more. Mm-hmm. But the idea that it's like, ooh, I grind. You know, I have this I have this gnarly habit of doing. You know, I have this gnarly habit of getting anxious in class, so I stop going to my classes and I drop the class and I'm not. You know, just to say, well, I should just accept that. Mm-hmm. Well, no, obviously not, because you're trying to graduate. You're really trying. It seems like there's a value there for you. Yeah. So accepting that would be a strange thing to accept. But hmm. to go ahead and say, man, I have a real problem. Sometimes in class, I, I feel very self-conscious or, you know, and how am I going to work on that? But just that self-acceptance is just an acknowledgement of here's a reality. The reality. Yeah. That's how I look at it. I, I think a big mistake I see um, <laughs> in myself, <laughs> but also with my clients is people are too quick to, mo- to jump right to self-improvement mm-hmm. or like how to be better. So they, they fail a test, right? And instantly it's like, oh, well, Johnny got an A. How come I didn't get an A? Like, I'm going to just like go to the library and start studying for 10 hours. And, and they just kind of immediately go to what they need to do next. Instead of like taking a moment and acknowledging and looking at where they are right now. Mm-hmm. Like what, what happened there with that C minus that I got? Yeah, yeah. Right? It, 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 here's, here's something my clients will do all the time. You know, I, I took this class, I, fi- I failed. Oh, why'd you fail? Oh, I'm just stupid. <laughs> you know, and, and you go, well, wait, if you just throw the, if I ask the question, why did you fail? And you chalk that up to I'm just stupid. There is zero utility in your answer. Hmm. Like there is no way for us to get better in the future from saying you're stupid, mm-hmm. right? If you don't really substantively answer that question and say, oh, I failed because I didn't label these, you know, like in the, in the real answer is going to be a lot of utility. Like, right. Oh, I didn't study, you know, two chapters there. I miss, Oh geez. Next time I've got to make sure I study whatever that is. But mm-hmm. a lot of times people just want to chalk it up to I'm stupid and I just got to accept that. Yeah. And you're like, wow, we've painted ourselves mm-hmm. in a corner and there's zero utility in, in your response to it. Right. You know? So here's how I use self-acceptance. I think in a helpful way, with my clients sometimes and with myself. I was just talking to a client this morning and she is struggling with, she's a principal at a school and she's struggling with, on the one hand, she she's a high achiever and she has high standards for herself, for her school, for the families that go to her school and for her 
subordinates, the people, the, the teachers and the staff who work for her. She right? cares about people. Yeah, she cares a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she cares about the school and she cares about their mission. And mm-hmm. so she, in, in a fairly healthy way, is, is striving to do better. Yeah. Excellence is like a, you know, a pretty strong um, value for her. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, she's, she's a people person. Like she, relationships really matter to her. Mm-hmm. And it, she has found that it's, it's really hard. People tend to see her whenever she walks into a room they get this kind of anxious look like, what did I do wrong? Or mm-hmm. like, what did I forget to do? Or, I mean, she's, it's a cliche, but she's the principal, right? mm-hmm. <laughs> someone who's mm-hmm. kind of the sheriff, the boss, you know, yeah, yeah. who's kind of always part of their job is making sure people are doing what they need to do and right. kind of pushing people to do better when they need to. Um, and that's making her hard to, it's making it hard for her to be, to feel like she has really good relationships with everybody mm. that, that she works with. And, and, one of the things I kind of pointed out is like maybe the nature of your situation is such that you can't have it both ways completely. Mm. Like you could decide that what's most important to me is that um, I spend lots of time with and really get to know and build friendly relationships with everyone I work with. Mm-hmm. Well, you could do that, right? You could go out for drinks every night after work and you could do all sorts of things with your, your employees and coworkers. But you know what? Like your, your, the excellence part would probably suffer. Mm-hmm. You just wouldn't have as much time to write grants and, you know, push ahead on new initiatives. And right. On the other hand, if you're really concerned with kind of constantly pushing the school to new heights, like you just don't have time. To, to build those relationships up to the level you want. And so m- one of the things we ended up talking about was like maybe kind of having some acceptance with yourself that y- you can't be perfect in both respects. And that her tendency is to lean a little bit more towards the excellence side mm-hmm. and to kind of accept that you would like those relationships to be a little bit better or different, but maybe they're just not going to be. And that's maybe that's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's that's like a kind of self acceptance that I think is useful. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you kind of want to start with what is right, or or even in the fact that she can accept that people will treat her differently because she is a principal, mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with her, right? To kind of accept mm-hmm. that as a principal, people are just going to kind of mind their p's and q's around me. I'm not demanding that. It's just that people will do it. Yeah, you know. I mean, and accept that. Um, but but yeah. The, Self-acceptance to me is just kind of the, the perfect starting point for growth. It's, it's kind of a, basically that p- 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 position you want to get to where you can say, yeah, I do have faults. I do have issues that I want to work on and improve. But here's the reality of where I'm at in a very mm-hmm. functional kind of way. You yeah, know, it's, it's like, funny because a lot of the times people are saying, I need, self, I need to accept. It's about, it's about things they don't really want to accept. You know, and that's kind of funny. It's like, right. wait, you're, you're trying to tell yourself you have to accept that you, you know, hate this about yourself. Well, that's going to be kind of odd, you know. Can you, can you get to a position where you're, you're kind of acknowledging I struggle with this and accept that part? Mm-hmm. Um, because oftentimes it's like, well, I just got to accept that I'm a moron. And, I, and it's like, wait, you don't want to accept that because you're in school and you're taking tests all the time. That's probably not a, a self-acceptance move you want to make as a, student well, it's also just not realistic it just doesn't line up with reality someone who says i'm a moron unless you have an iq of 50 like you're not a moron mm-hmm. <laughs> right it's just not true right. it just doesn't line up with with the nature of reality yeah right so i, I think that's important and like or like for, or even let's say let's say you're a moron <laughs> let's say you are let's say you've made 
a series of really bad choices. And let's say that you really have done that. Okay. Self-acceptance would be about saying, whoa, I have the capacity to make some really bad choices. And I've done that. And I have to get real about what's going on in my life right here and what I'm doing because of I made, I'm making some really choices I'd rather not make. And I can either really get upset with myself and hate myself for this, or I can really get good and comfortable with the reality of where I'm at and strive to do better. Mm. But the idea that you're just going to kind of go, well, I'm just a jerk and I'm just going to continue to make bad decisions. And I got to accept that. There's the kind of self-acceptance move I would say, ah, I wouldn't want to be on board for. Yeah. It's that people, I mean, I think in general, self-acceptance is about understanding your limits or struggles or whatever. Yep. That is. Yep. But you can overdo that. You can say, well, because I struggle with this, I have no control over this. Yeah, well, right? there's the thing to, to move the struggle to an identity. You know, this is just me and I've got to accept yeah. that. Yeesh. Right. Yeah, that's that's the difficult part. But there there are also people like like my client who struggles in the other direction, which is she's constantly ping-ponging back and forth between trying to excel herself and with the school and be a people pleaser and get everyone to like her all the time. Yeah, and so right? for her to accept I've got competing values. I have I've have limits. Yeah. There're just there's a physics to this and I can't do it all. Yeah. Well, right? to realize the more I want to appease people, the harder it is to strive for excellence and things, you know, and, and to realize for her to accept, I have two values here that can compete a lot in my field, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and to accept that in a way that says, well, I'll have to do my best to juggle what I can't hear, but my bigger value maybe is excellence and, and providing a good service for this community or whatever. I don't know what she'd say, but to, for her to accept, Ooh, I've got a couple of value values here that tend to compete in my field. Yeah. yeah. And that's where the, I usually dovetail conversations with self acceptance, um, with this other term of self-compassion, which is very similar, but it's, you've gone from, okay, there's just these two things, these two values are like, you can't have your cake and eat it too. I I can't have, Mm. you know, I can't achieve the things I want to achieve and have the kind of relationships I want to have with people. Like I'm going to have to lose somewhere in there. Yeah. Self-compassion is just the next step, which says, and that's okay. Yeah. Like it, it makes sense. I may not like it, but it's okay. And I'll do the best I can. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense that it's that way, even if I don't like it. Yeah. So, yeah. So self-acceptance should be more about accepting the realities rather than um, accepting an identity of failure in a way. Or or delusions of grandeur. <laughs> yeah. Either way, yeah. right? It's about the reality principle. Yeah. It's about being, um, yeah, right in the middle. Yeah. What's really not being delusional either way. Yeah, in a, in, a, in a descriptive way, not in a qualitative way, too, I think. I'm, I'm not good or bad. Here's what I'm at. Here's what I'm dealing with. Hey, everyone. Nick and I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Please rate us on iTunes if you get a chance. And if you have any feedback or comments for us, that'd be great as well. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover in the podcast, let us know in the comment section as well. Thanks.